Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Space Muffin and this is The Void Playground, uh, the podcast where we talk about a lot of things from multi-tools to Star Wars to Harry Potter to uh, yeah, everything basically. So uh, we do. We, we are joined by JD. JD, how you doing? Hey, what's up everybody? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, we have uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Nameless One. Nameless, how are you doing today? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing wonderful. And then, of course, we do have Jumpman, who is uh, our expert on today's Ooh. topic, which is uh, Harry Potter. Jumpman, how are you doing today? Oh, good. Excited for a Harry Potter podcast. So the first thing that we talked about with you, I think one time, was we talked about Hogwarts Legacy. We were talking about open world games and things like that. You'd kind of started off, um, you know, maybe... You know, you hadn't really gotten super duper deep into the game. Now that you've played the game, you've beaten the game, tell us your experience uh, with Hogwarts Legacy before we get into it. It it was all it was amazing. It was it was definitely the best uh, story of Harry Potter that I've experienced since the original books. Wow! Wow! That good. It, it's man. It's, it's the, the amount of content the um, detail that was put into the whole thing the store like the ending the ending is great i'm not I'm gonna try not to spoil it yeah please don't please don't uh yeah, Jay, you 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 also you know we were talking on that podcast i know you haven't beaten the game yet but what uh you know what's your experience been like since we last talked about it oh my god the experience has been great uh the gameplay again is amazing um, for me, I am about halfway done with the storyline. Um, I'm slowly just working my way through the game because I want to take my time and go through, try to finish um, as much side quests as possible. That's why it's taking me a while to finish it. Um, but yeah, that's like uh, gameplay is awesome. Like the world, it's so immersive. Really, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just it's crazy, man. It's really interesting, you know, just kind of. Um what they can do in games you know what i mean it's just it's just like when i was a kid i mean we i mean i remember the first two games you know um and they were fun in my opinion but like this is just like you know harry potter's you know i mean sort of like multiplayer this is like one of the like, i heard this is like one of the best harry potter games right mm-hmm. it is yeah even even without the multiplayer it's still the best harry potter video game yeah, well, I mean, there we go. I mean, what else do we have? We have Hogwarts. Um, no, 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 uh, no. I mean, that we're talking about Hogwarts Legacy, but uh, we have um, what's it called? Um, the Lego series. I think we talked about that last time. So um, that's just interesting to me. So, guys, let's get right into it. Uh, who here has read the books? Nameless, have you read the books? Um, I've read some of them, yes, but I know I know what all the books are about. Okay, good. This is excellent. So let's go through a little brief history lesson. So, you know, before Harry Potter, before J.K. Rowling, um, you know, books really weren't, I mean, books were cool. You know, you had, you know, you had, I mean, the closest thing was Lord of the Rings, right? You had Lord of the Rings, you know, back in the day. That was like the big behemoth series of its day. Um, obviously, you had um, the Wheel of Time series, you know, in the 90s and, um obviously Stephen King's Dark Tower series and a bunch of other series too that kind of shaped kind of where where we are today but Harry Potter it was like a it was like a cultural like storm phenomenon. Like a, yeah it was phenomenon yeah it, it was 
It was like it was like Star Wars, you know what I mean, in a way. Um, it, it had that big of an impact to where action figures, movies, candy, all that fun stuff, you know what I mean? So let's talk about the books real quick. So Jumpman, um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, when did you first read that book? Uh, you know, I, I didn't actually read the first book until – Unfortunately, after the second movie came out, by the time the second movie came out, I was like, okay, I got to start reading the books. That was my experience with Harry Potter. Uh, when the first Harry Potter movie came out, I was like 12 years old. Oh, wow. JD, what so, about you? What's your, what's your first experience reading The Sorcerer's Stone? So kind of similar to Jumpman. I didn't read the first book until after the first movie came out. Um, after I watched the first movie, then I found out that it was a book. And then I went to the library, I checked it out, and I read it. It was amazing. And then afterwards, I read the other ones. But yeah, I didn't watch it until after the first one came out. Nameless one, what about you? So I guess we all kind of have the same situation. Because besides me watching the first and second movie, my dad introduced me to the books. And so then that's how I got into the series and the books is just by taking time reading them with my dad. So uh, my introduction to Harry Potter was my brother was actually reading the books and um, it, it was pretty big. Like when I was in, I had to be in middle school. It was pretty big. And I started reading the first book and then the movie came out. I'm like, well, I don't want to like spoil everything. So I, to, to, to be honest, guys, I, I hadn't read the Harry Potter books until, like, three or four years ago. It's fine. <laughs> like, I, I read it with adult eyes. I'll, I'll put it that mm. way. And, um, but yeah, like, you know, it's just interesting, like, to me. Because that first book, there's really no other book like it in the Harry mm. Potter franchise. In the sense that we're really seeing the world through Harry's eyes. Like, like, like Harry's new to Hogwarts, we're new to Hogwarts, you know, and... Mm. It was just it was just really interesting, you know, and the you know, the book came out in ninety seven, which I think most of our audience weren't even born. Um and I mean I was like what I was like five years old at the time when the book came out. So I didn't really I didn't really have a grasp or understanding of a lot of this stuff. But I remember mm-hmm. watching the movie and just being like, This is cool. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, I don't know. So uh, moving on to Chamber of Secrets, nineteen ninety-eight, uh Jumpman and we're gonna go over like the plots and all that later on, but we're just talking about kind of our general feelings. Uh how'd you feel about Chamber of Secrets? I I I enjoyed it. Was it a situation where you like you like I read the first one, I have to read the second one, or like how did you Yeah. Well the thing was was the uh it wasn't until after the second movie came out when I started reading the books. So I read the first oh, book, okay. the second book, and then the third book. And I read the third book before the third movie came out. That was so I so I had so from the third movie on, I had already read the book prior to seeing that movie. Uh, see, I want to talk to somebody. There was like a, a weird like experience that or not a weird experience, but like like Barnes and Noble, you know, like would be people would be around the block, like waiting for the next Harry Potter book. Like you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've actually been to the midnight release at Barn at the, my local Barnes and Noble for the fifth, sixth, and seventh books. Oh wow, wow! So what was that experience yeah. like? Um, really crowded. It was really stuffy inside the building because uh, they didn't have the AC going because for whatever reason at midnight. 
Um, but I remember, I think it was for the fifth or the sixth book. Uh, I remember them playing uh, the Goblet of Fire film on a projector oh, wow. in, in Barnes & Noble. I thought that was cool. But no, there, it was crowded. It was cram packed. Like, yeah. So um, how do you feel about Chamber of Secrets? You know, we're, we're in Hogwarts. We, you know, we, we've already had a year of Hogwarts. And now there's... Uh, you know, what it's it, to me, it's like a mystery kind of like a, almost like a murder mystery type situation. Um, JD, how, we'll start with you. How do you feel? I actually liked it because, um, well, my favorite genre is actually mystery. That's why for me, like Sherlock Holmes and uh, like, what is it? Like Scooby-Doo, all those uh, <laughs> books, like mystery books, type books, like I'm very into it. So like, I kind of was like... Oh, okay. This is kind of like a mis- murder mystery thing. What? Uh, who is responsible? Who is the murderer? Who are like? Who's the culprit? You know, type of thing. Um. So yeah, I really liked it. Um. But to be honest, I I liked the other books better. The um, oh, interesting. Like the newer, like the four. I'm uh, sorry, not four, five, six, seven, because it got darker. You know that. And we'll talk oh, about Chamber Secrets is pretty dark, man. It. it well, no, one and two seem like a little like kiddish a little bit. Oh, interesting. But then after like the prisoner of Azkaban, like starting prisoner of Azkaban, it started getting a little more darker and darker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, okay, all right. Uh, Nameless one. What about you? How do you feel about Chamber of Secrets? Um, I definitely agree with what J- JD is saying because the first, the first two or three books and movies were a little bit childish because it was more an introduction to what's going to happen in the future, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going on from those chapters, we were more getting introduced to what's happening now. And, like, of course it has to get darker because it has to introduce a villain somehow. It can't be it can't be childish and introdu- introduce a villain because then you won't take the villain seriously. Well, you That's know... How- yeah, no, I hear you. Sorry, what were you saying? Continue. Oh, I said because that—that's how usually movies do that. Is they usually go from playful to dark. The dark side is to introduce the villain. The playful side is just to introduce introduce the main people, the heroes, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, we're going to bounce around now like a little bit, you know, with, with the movies and things like that. But Chamber of Secrets is my favorite movie and my favorite book. But I think it's the most traumatizing of the movies. That's just me personally. <laughs> there's, there's the spiders. There's the spider scene. That's nightmare fuel. Um, <laughs> what, you hate spiders? And then there's... Did you- well, I mean, I, I think like anyone in the situation that Harry and Ron were in in the Dark Forest would would probably be afraid of spiders after that. You know what I mean? And <laughs> <Yeah>. then, <laughs> why and couldn't then, it have been butterflies? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the um, if you're afraid of snakes, Chamber of Secrets is pretty pretty frightening. So um, it was kind of it was kind of a double whammy. Now, granted, you know, I watched the movie in theaters, and but I was just thinking about that the other day. Like we, um, not the other day, but like. Couple months ago, Jumpman, we watched the extended version of Chamber of Secrets, right? Yes. So that was interesting, but it, yeah, I mean, was, this is yeah. this is like kind of traumatizing, like this giant, realistic-looking spider. You know what I mean? So yeah, but, and and that exact scene uh, when I was watching that when I was younger, I was like, 
super, super, super scared of spiders. Oh, and wow. watching that scene yeah. scared the crap out of me. I was like, I, like oh. Uh, look, no I've seen a lot of spider movies. Eight-Legged Freaks. Um, you know, uh, there's Earth versus the Spider. It's not quite as bad as Earth versus the Spider, but like, uh, yeah. there's like a Black Mirror episode with like a spider thing. I think Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is like up there with like, you know, because there's, there's like no, he just comes out and he's just like this. And I think, I could be wrong. I think that's done practically. It's like a practical effect uh, mm. in, in the movie. Uh, Aragog or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. yeah. So For yeah, me, I however, like when I was younger watching that movie, I thought like, Spider-Man <laughs> for some apparent reason. I don't know why I thought of Spider-Man. <laughs> well, uh, I was about that in my head. I just didn't want to say it. Interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi one and Chamber of Secrets came out relatively close to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, uh, moving on. Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, Jumpman, how do you feel about the book, specifically? Um, I, I remember reading Prisoner of Azkaban um, and I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was great that Sirius Black was the good guy this whole time and and learning more about who Harry's father is and learning more about his father's friends, who they were. Like getting getting to know that. What I like about um Prisoner of Azkaban is it really peels back the curtain a little bit more than Chamber of Secrets and and uh Sorcerer Stone, you know, like you kind of get like it expands, like you're saying, like the lore and everything like that. Um, I do think it was really great that uh, Sirius Black was the good guy the whole time, or, or one of the good guys. Uh, that was a really great twist, and there was like a like it was like a twist on a twist in a way because, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, it, it, it was that that's pretty cool. And then um, we're gonna kind of breeze through these. Uh, JD, how'd you feel about uh, Prisoner of Azkaban as a book? Prison Azkaban as a book, um, I liked it. It was good. Um, again, like Prison Azkaban, starting Prison Azkaban and going forward, that's when things got a little more dark and I got a little more interested into the books um, because of like that, um, like the mystery and it got a little bit deeper because it exposed, again, like when you said, it pulled back the curtain a little bit more. It exposed more of the characters and exposed more of like the backstory of uh, how Harry became to be and everything like that. So the final four books, um, Goblet of Fire, Order of Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, Deathly Hollows, mm-hmm. Nameless One, like they all kind of have a similar, I mean, obviously Order of the Phoenix is a little bit longer, but they're all longer books. They all, um, you know, they get pretty dark. Um, how do you feel about those those last four books? Um, one thing is for sure, those were hard to read because they were so long. Oh, um, I agree. I agree. Especially Order uh, of the Phoenix. <laughs> Yeah, what was that like? Above three hundred pages or something? No, it's no, well above. It was like seven order eight hundred and sixty-seven, something like that. Yeah, like I think I think I only eight. read half of that and then watched the actual movie. Um, so yeah, like I said earlier, I think the final books are probably the darkest because it goes into uh, what's his name, Voldemort, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, pretty much everything collapses. Um, everything falls into ruins. It's, like, all on Harry Potter to figure out what's going on and stop everyone from getting killed, pretty much. 
So it's like, imagine if you were in that exact situation, the pressure would be on. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you, that's a very interesting point that you bring up. John, man, the, the final four books of Harry Potter, how do you feel? What are your thoughts on them? By the time I got to the fourth book, the length didn't bother me. I, I was so hooked. I was so hooked into Harry Potter. The, the, I was enjoying it all the way through. Like the length did not bother me whatsoever. But it, it is unfortunate because of the when the movies adapted the books, they had to cut even more stuff out because of how long the books were. So, so we're going to talk specifically yeah. about that in a little bit. So, um, yeah. for me personally, like, okay, uh, Goblet of Fire was really good. Uh, yes. I really like Goblet of Fire. I did not like Order of the Phoenix. I'm sorry. I don't like the book. I don't like the the movie as much. Uh, I'm, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's like not watchable. There's obviously some really cool stuff in Order of the Phoenix. Um, I think Dumbledore's mm-hmm. Army was really cool. I think the you know obviously Voldemort you know versus Dumbledore that that was like iconic. You know what I mean? But uh, the book for me was definitely really bloated. And the movie, like you were saying, Jumpman, like. Right around the fourth book, we started to get like a lot chopped out, like a substantial amount, you know, to where the, the, I mean, you could still understand the story, but like there are certain elements that are just not there, right? Yeah. Um, well, sorry, what were you gonna say? So, so, well, yeah, yeah, keep going. Oh, sorry. Um, well, the funny thing is for me is I do agree that the fourth book is better than the fifth book, but. Funny enough, I believe the fifth movie is better than the fourth movie. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Just really? Yeah, because the fourth the fourth movie was definitely my least favorite of the so, franchise. So be- before we get into the movies, okay, let's, yeah. um, let's do a real quick uh, ranking. We're going to do this with Jumpman just because he he's the most, you know, he's read all of them completely. Uh, how would you rank the Harry Potter books uh, from your least favorite to your most favorite? Oh man, yeah, man. I've never, I've never really thought about that too much. Uh, they're, they are all so good. Uh, you know, like I was saying, the the fifth one, I would say is not as good as the fourth book. Like I, like I, um, the fourth book might be my favorite, or the, but I don't know. The sixth one was really good, just because was really a good, lot dude. about Voldemort's backstory. You do learn a lot about Voldemort's backstory. So, and I thought that was really interesting, getting going into the memories and they, which they cut out a lot of memories for for the in the film. Yeah, they did. So, I mean, gun to my head, I would probably go Chamber of Secrets, then Half Blood Prince, then Goblet of Fire, then Deathly Hollows, then Prisoner of Azkaban, then Sorcerer's Stone, then Order of the Phoenix. That that's me for the books. Order of the Phoenix is your favorite. It's my you least said favorite. Least to no, least favorite. Le- oh, least favorite. Okay. So favorite to least favorite. Yeah. Okay. At least that's how I did it. I, maybe I said something different otherwise. You said JD, the reverse. JD, do you want to take a crack at it? Or, or how do you feel? Oh, man. I, it's again, okay. I don't really think about it. It's, um, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I don't even know. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. So yeah. we got to get into the movies. Okay. We got to talk about the movies. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's start off with the Sorcerer's Stone, and let's, let's just go for a little bit of the backstory once again. So, the movies were interesting to me because, like, you have 10-plus years, right, of, of filmmaking, 
literally, actually, no, sorry, not 10 plus years, literally 10 years of filmmaking from 2001 to 2011 with like this crazy good like ensemble cast. I mean, I would argue that Harry Potter is some of the best casted, it's just really well casted. We talked about this a little bit before, but um, Jumpman, we're going to jump around here a little bit. Jumpman, we're going to jump. Okay, so um, do you think it's possible? to for them because they're making the new the new hbo series or the new max series as they're calling it is it even possible or did they just catch lightning in a bottle with the casting i feel like they yeah i, I would agree they i feel like they catch lightning in a bottle i i, I would agree with that I, the casting is my biggest concern for the hbo max tv series I mean, I feel like ironically, you know, you know, like the weird thing is I feel like the, the, the kids are probably the easiest ones to cast in a way, because I mean, I mean it, it, it obviously the three are the most they're, they're very important, but I feel like Ray Fiennes as Voldemort or like uh, Gary Oldman as Sirius Black, um, like those characters, like it's hard for me to see um, Alec, Alan Rickman, obviously, as Snape. Um, yeah. like those ones are like, it's like, how do you get better than that? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, pretty much like it, it's, it's brutal, you know? I mean, and, and the other thing is like with the films, the films introduced like also like an, an amazing soundtrack to the, to the, uh, John, you know, John Williams, right? Yes. Um, just blew it out of the water with Harry Potter. So I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Cause it's like. I've seen all the movies in theaters upon their release. Um, JD, what's your experience with the movies? The movies, um, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. But when I start reading the books, again, they cut out a lot of the details from the books. Again, it's not really their fault that they had to cut out so much. Sure. Because if they put everything from the books into the movies, it will literally be a five, six hour movie. Um, but yeah, um, I did enjoy what they put into the movies, but I wish they elaborate a little bit more on some of the like plot lines and some of the other stuff that they did on the side. But hopefully we get that in the series. Nameless One, what are your thoughts on the Harry Potter movies? What's your experience with them? So <clears throat> I was going to agree with you earlier um, about the casting of the movies. So... Um, I I watched a lot of behind the scenes of the movies, and sure. yeah, the the kids were actually um easier, and the adults were way harder to uh do everything. Um, but for the movies themselves, I think um um I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, for the movies, I just think that, uh, they did cut out a lot from the books because like JD said, there would be like a five or six hour movie and I would not want to stay for that. So um, this is, uh, um, sorry, no, sorry. Fin finish your thought. Oh no, that was the end of it. You're good. So here's the thing guys. Okay. Uh, hot take here. Okay. And I, I talked about this kind of last time we were talking about Harry Potter. Um, the show has a lot of potential. Okay, I think the show has a lot of potential to um, be really good. Um, obviously, we grew up, as I mentioned before, watching the movie, so we're gonna have a a soft spot for the character or the the, the cast and 
and then the directing style and the music and all that all that fun stuff of um of the movies you know and i i think that having said all that i think like a new generation to be introduced to harry potter and as a series they have more more of an opportunity to make it uh, more accurate to the books and i think that'd be fun i think that'd be cool. yeah um that's what i'm most be. looking forward to Mm-hmm. for the tv series <clears throat> absolutely you know um so here's what's inter- interesting to me um okay so the uh, the the sorcerer's stone and the chamber of secrets movies um they do take out a couple things but they don't, obviously don't take out as much you know because of the longer books uh jumpman would you especially like watching the extended scenes um you know that that, that we saw wasn't that how much longer is uh sorcerer's stone with the extended cut the, the extended version adds about eight minutes Eight minutes, and then Chamber of Secrets has like what fifteen? You were saying? Yeah, thirteen, fifteen minutes. Yeah, thirteen somewhere around there. Okay, so for me, like they they do a good job at getting the gist, the the overarching. Like I said, they leave out a couple of things in those two books. Um, now let me ask you this. I mean, obviously, knowing what we know now, um. You know, it's tough. It's so tough with 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 movies because it's like, what, what do you put in? What do you what do you take out? You know what I mean? And Prisoner of Azkaban, um, you know, tonally w- was very different, right? And I remember Daniel Radcliffe saying, kind of in the uh, the, the reunion, he said something along the lines of like, each director kind of like was exactly who they needed at that time, right? Like uh, Chris Columbus was like wrangling kids you know and, and all that fun stuff and um you know the director for azkaban you know he he, he helped take it to into a more mature tone uh john man how do you feel about the directing of harry potter if you if you can com- comment on that obviously david yates directed the last um yeah you know, the- david yates directed the last four harry potter films and he directed the fantasy beast films so yeah, like I mean, how do you feel about the directing and, um, style of the Harry yeah, Potter, the Potter films? The directing, uh, I would say the directing is good um, all the way out, except for the fourth movie. I really don't like the fourth movie. So and for, the director and the director, I think, is part of the reason why. Or so yeah, no, um, the fourth movie. I see. I I like the fourth movie, and I that that being said, I do know it's vastly. You know, there are a lot of vastly different things. Um, so let me ask you this, Jumpman. What do you not like about the fourth movie? Um, well, the, the, it might not actually be the director. It might be just more like the editing because it would jump. If there was a lot of like jump, like weird time jumps that yeah. you'd get. Oh, yeah. like, I, the, I the, fir- the first one, it, the first one that comes to mind is, you know, going to the Quidditch World Cup. Like, we don't actually get to see the game happen. It's like we immediately jump, we immediately skip the entire game and go straight back to the end of the game, or, you know, right. they're just celebrating. And there, that's one example. Um, so editing is, you, that's, there's a lot of that in the fourth movie. The other issue I have is the, the Triwizard Tournament itself. Like, it's kind of funny because the first task, they, they went beyond what was described in the book. Then yes. the second task, it was about the same with the book. 
And then the third task was such a disappointment. Uh, there was so much stuff like the line or the Sphinx or whatever and all that fun yeah. stuff. Like mm-hmm. um up upside down, golden mist, something like that. Um blasting its groots. We don't get to see that. The the mentor in the maze. So like okay, so why okay, so for me personally, like I said, I love the fourth movie. Um and here's why I love the fourth movie. Okay, and jump man, this might be a redeeming quality for you. So Voldemort isn't book accurate, like like the description of Voldemort, right? No, that, that didn't bother me. That, that Voldemort's appearance in the movie didn't bother me. Okay, so having said that, though, I I like. Okay, so this is this is a hot take. I like the movie version of Voldemort better than the book versions of Voldemort. Yeah, I that, that's just that's just my opinion, and and, and the reason why is just because like. He's less like in the book. He's kind. He kind of comes across as mustache twirling sometimes, <laughs> and in in the movies, it's like Ray finds he's kind of like he's kind of scary, right? Because he's mm-hmm. he doesn't have the nose, but he doesn't have the nose in the book. But his eyes are like kind of like a piercing ice blue, which makes him just like kind of like it's really eerie because he's like he's like human, but then he's like I don't know. It's just it's just really I think it's really cool visually what they did with him in the uh, fourth movie going forward. Um, but I really love that scene. Um, I I would say it's uh, the, the appearance of Voldemort didn't bother me as much as wondering why the hair on every character is so long. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Why is yeah. everyone's hair so long? And so, the, it, I it was, it was a long hair phase. Well, yeah. yeah. In the, like like in the fourth movie, everyone had long hair for some reason. Then the fifth movie, their hair was too short. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then the sixth movie, they got it just right. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what was up with that. They finally got the hair right in the sixth movie. Like, so for me, like, okay. Um, Okay. So, okay. We're kind of, we're going to skip around here. Uh, Order of the Phoenix. Actually, no, we're going to go over Order of the Phoenix. Um, So we talked about, you know, the epic, there's that epic scene, you know, with, with Dumbledore and Voldemort. Um, for me, Harry, okay, this is just my me personally. Harry comes across as kind of like a jerk, to put it lightly, in, in the in the fifth book and in the fifth movie. That's yeah, just for sure. For that's sure. just my opinion. John Man, how do you feel about that? I don't know if I really got that out of the fifth movie of him being a jerk. Well, I guess I, I kind of see what you're saying. But I never really got that. I don't know, like, in the book, he, I'm just like, Harry, what are you doing, man? And, like, him and Ron are just arguing, you know, and, and things yeah. like that. So, but, I mean, I, I don't know, I, I just, I get it, like, Harry, you know, he's a teenager, you know, he, he's 15 or whatever, and it's Rebellious like... Rebellious age. Sure, you know, but then in, like, in the fourth book, he's so cool, and in the sixth book, he's so cool. So then it's just, like, this one year, he just had, like, an off year, or, like, was just really stressed out, like, I don't know. Um... I you think know. it's. I think it's really just everyone thinks Harry's a liar. So oh uh, yeah, so, yeah. So Harry yeah. is just really on edge. Yeah, because remember yeah. this did happen after uh, Voldemort Sirius returned. Yeah, well, Sirius Black died at the end, but this is like they're calling Harry a liar because they're not accepting the fact that Voldemort is back, and on top of that. Um, during the chapters of in the movie as well, during the chapters in the movie of him fighting back against the Dementors, he was also in trouble for that. 
So there's a lot of like everybody is against Harry at this point and nobody's on his side and he feels like everybody's just against him. So I kind of feel that the reason why he acted such a, as like an asshole is because of that reason. Like everybody's just against him. You know? Visually? Like I know I totally agree with what you guys are saying. I, I think also the visual tone of the movie was a little bit more somber. Mm-hmm. I mean, really with Prisoner of Azkaban, it got really somber, but like um, I think I think Order of the Phoenix, like it was just like wow, you know. And there were some bright, like snowy parts, and there's some Cho Chang like romance and all that fun stuff. Um, so moving forward, Jumpman, Half Blood Prince, the movie. How do you feel? I I I liked it overall. Um, I it definitely was a little more comical than I expected. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I but I enjoyed that. Um, let's see here. The, uh, Felix Felicis, like that, that whole thing with Harry, that was hilarious. I was just laughing the entire way through when, mm-hmm. when Harry drank the Felix Felicis potion. Half-Blood Prince, you know, this is the one where, like, Dumbledore is really mentoring Harry. He's preparing him for the battle to come. Yeah. You know, doing all this fun stuff. Um, the Horcrux scene. Yeah, so Half-Blood Prince has a lot of, like, there's really no, like, it's very lean. There's no wasted time in the book or early in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's there's really not much filler. And so, you know, I appreciate that. Malfoy, I love that, like, Malfoy gets a little bit of kind of a, I don't know, like, like it, it's like he, he gets something to do. For the, for those of you who haven't, you know, I mean, obviously it's it's been over 10 plus years, so if you haven't seen the movie by now, if you don't know... He you know, got, in my opinion, he got to experience how it felt to be a dark wizard, kind of. Well, for you know. for me, like it was like um, Malfoy is like, oh, this is real, like oh, oh, yeah. like this, this, all this, all this, this is real, and like people are getting hurt, and, and like you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like like the the gravity of it. I felt like he felt in the in the Half Blood Prince. I felt like he kind of you know really felt the gravity of it. Whereas in the other books and the other movies, he's kind of like a like a sniveling, arrogant. Not saying that he's not arrogant in Half Blood Prince, but like I don't know, I just feel like there's a little bit of an um, yeah. development with this character. Jumpman, how do you feel about what I just said? Sorry, we're gonna say JD. I was gonna say that his in this movie, his choices has consequences, and he saw those consequences. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Jumpman, how do you feel about Malfoy in the sixth movie slash book? Um, I would. I would say there was a little more sympathy. I feel like Malfoy got the most character development in the sixth mm-hmm. and seventh books. Yes, yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. So speaking of character development, Snape. Um, now, the books and the movies kind of portray Snape a little bit differently um, in the sense that... Well, okay, well, okay. This could have just been the, the audio recording because I... I, I Listen to them, and I also read them, you know. But um, <laughs> Snape, this is the thing about Snape, okay? We all know what happens to Snape, but he's kind of like, once again, kind of like a jerk the whole time up until the point he dies to Harry. I don't know. Like, it, it just, it felt weird to me. Jumpman, how do you feel? I I didn't have, I, I didn't have any issues with Snape. I thought, I, I thought Snape was done pretty accurately throughout. I love the the arc, um, yeah, of Snape, yes. like the character, like I, yeah. he's my favorite arc in the whole entire series. Yeah, yeah, seeing the twist in Half Blood Prince of him being the Half Blood Prince and 
Snape um, being part of Lord Voldemort's army. And then the double twist in the seventh book that he was actually the good guy this whole time being a double agent, basically. That, like, I love, like, the movies. We're going to go on to, or um, oh, I'm Deathly Hollows real quick um, after this. But, like, I love how the movies, like, like, the sixth book or the sixth movie, I love how it, like, portrays, like, all the stuff with Snape. Like, the acting's really good. Daniel Radcliffe's angry. So, uh, moving forward, obviously, the seventh book was split into two movies. Um, I'm not... Okay, I'll, I'll just say it. I'm just going to bluntly say it. I'm not as big of a fan as The Deathly Hollows Part 1. I'm just not, like... like for me, it was just a little... A little, little like... like I, don't, I don't... Okay, what's the word without everyone hating me? It was a little boring sometimes. I don't know. That was just me. It's the exact thing I was thinking. Like, not that it was a bad movie, I just felt like, I don't know. John, man, how do you feel about this seventh movie? I, I liked part one and part two. I, I was didn't feel like I was bored. I, I mean, like, yeah. It's not that I hated part I read the book part... already before I've seen the movie. Well, so, me, me I, I hadn't read the books. Um, I'd watched the movie first. But, like, I don't know. I remember, like, being in the theater. Obviously, the, the theater, midnight showing everybody was hyped and all that stuff. But, I don't know. I just I think I think for part one it was mainly because we were expecting so much but got so little. Yeah. I can see that. Well, I mean like I'm I, I already read the book prior, so I knew what was gonna happen. I, so, I'm yeah. Having said that, like okay, having said that, I do I, I am actually glad I understand why they split the uh the last two into two uh movies. Started kind of a weird trend, but I, I understand why they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the eighth movie. Jumpman, how do you feel about the eighth movie? Again, I enjoyed it. Actually, the climax with Harry and Voldemort, I thought, was done better in the movie than in the book. I can agree with that, yes. 100%. The book for me, like after knowing what happened, so what, having watched the movie first, the book was so anticlimactic. Yeah, for for me, I'm like I'm like, wait, what? Like, what, what's what's going on? Like the movie, like there's so much visual pizzazziness. I don't know, and yeah, it. it I really like the second movie, um, or the second movie, the second um, part, the second part. Yeah, yeah, it, it was really good. Um, so I, oh no, we're gonna say oh, um, another thing that I liked about Death Deathly Hallows movie over the book was that I felt. Uh, less confused about the ownership of the Elder Wand, yeah. Because because it, it, when reading the book, it, because it's you're reading a lengthy book, it it's kind of hard to keep track of wait who had the ownership of the wand. Why did Harry end up becoming the owner of the wand? It was a little confusing, but seeing it uh, on the t on the on the movie screen uh, made it more clearer. Yes, to, yeah, to see it versus reading it. Hundred percent. So, yeah. So, so kind, of, kind of wrapping up that, um, Jumpman, maybe you can, maybe you can't, maybe you haven't thought about this. Can you rank the movies for us? Oh. From your least favorite to your most favorite. Well, I can tell you my least favorite movie is Goblet of Fire. That, okay. that, that I know, that I, that's a solid. The rest of the films, that it would be really hard for me to rank. Um, I. The 
Cham- Chamber of Secrets was really good. I will it was say really that. Good. It was really good. Yeah. Or uh, Half Blood, Half Blood Prince. Ah oh, man, Half Blood Prince m- might be my favorite movie. Yeah, same here. I don't know. It's it's tough. Either Chamber yeah, of Secrets or Half Blood for me. Half Blood Prince. There was just a lot in it, and so it's whenever I ask someone what their favorite Harry Potter movie was, that was usually their answer because a lot happened to that movie, mm-hmm. and a lot of progression was made in that movie as well. I have to yeah. agree. So the other thing is I noticed like the acting with the main three characters. The acting's pretty consistent with the adults, but with the main three characters, like it progressively gets better. And obviously because they're kids and they're they're um you know they're, they're, they're getting, their, and getting more experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're getting their chops up. But um one thing that's cool though about that, like um the cool about like you know, them them growing is it's weird because it's like it's weird, like literally growing up, like watching these movies, and then the characters and the people are growing up too in the movies. Like I don't know, like John Man, did that? Like how did that affect you? That that experience of like Harry's a kid, you're a kid, and then like you're you're growing together. Um, I I would say that definitely helped with my uh, fanatic, fanatic devotion. I guess I would say. Yeah, um, didn't aren't you and Daniel Radcliffe like about the same age, right? Yeah, yeah, because um, the first Harry Potter movie, like the character of Harry Potter, is eleven years old, and I, well, I wasn't—I think I was twelve when the first Harry Potter movie came out. Wow! So, but um, yeah, and then by by the time Deathly Hallows came out, though, I was already eighteen. No, uh, no, I was twenty. I was I was twenty when um, Deathly Hallows um, or twenty one Deathly Hallows Part Two came out, I think. Wow, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's it's just absolutely crazy. So, but, um, so wrapping up that portion, um, now let me ask you this, John Man. So, uh, you know, maybe Nameless One remembers this, maybe JD remembers this, but like, do you remember all the crazy merch that came out during like the the early films? The candy, um, the, the the figurines, yeah, and all that. Thirty bucks every flavored beans. You can oh, still get yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you can, can still get, you, you can still you can get them. them. You, you definitely can still get them. But it wasn't like I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like you're there in the movie theater, like, mm-hmm. and you're watching this movie as like a ten year old, and then you're you're getting you're getting the the beans and you're eating them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like that that tactile experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, like obviously, like okay, so like you can go to Universal Studios, you can get a butter beer, and you can get all all the candy and all that fun stuff. So speaking of which, Jumpman. Oh, look at that! Look at that. Yeah, the... I remember those boxes. See, no, but I see. I remember like they came in like a little bag, like a cut, mm-hmm. like a purple bag or a blue bag or yeah. whatever. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, originally they did. Yeah, I. And, yeah, and then I remember the chocolate covered frogs. Like I didn't want to eat them because I thought there was like a real frog. <laughs> yeah, I thought the exact same thing too. Yeah, yeah but you but you were okay with vomit flavored beans. I was okay with the vomit flavored beans. I just didn't want to eat a real frog. I didn't want the frog to I jump didn't... out. <laughs> yeah. Vomit's okay. Frogs no. Yeah. Hey, you know what else was good? They had like a little. It was like a ball thing, and you it was chocolate on the outside, and on the inside it was like little candies. That was mm-hmm. good too. 
There was a lot of good Harry Potter candy. Um, so Jumpman, uh, when are you going to Universal Studios to, to you know, when are, we, when are we doing it? Doing the Harry Potter thing, you know? Oh, I would love to go to Universal Studios and um, see, yeah, see the Harry Potter amusement park. But, well, and the Nintendo amusement park is right next oh, door. That's and I'm right. Mario that's fan. right. So you, me, and uh, JD are going to have to uh, plan a trip. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I'll bring my I've, wand. I've actually been to that place before. The uh, Universal Studios. You usually um, when I yeah like no sorry we're gonna say uh, nameless man your experience with that. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say that when I was there, um, it I think it also has it has it in. Uh, I I don't remember where else, but um, I have tasted the supposedly butterbeer somewhere. And it relates it to the actual show, and it, it's like really, really good. So, um, the butterbeer, gentlemen, have you ever had butterbeer? I'm just curious. No, JD, I had it uh, both at the park, and uh, it used to come in like a bottle. So I've had the bottle one, and it just kind of tastes like butterscotch. No, 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 no. Uh, you know what it tastes like? It tastes like. Um... Okay, in the movies, it's like really foamy and and almost mm. like like the viscosity is like very. It looks like it would be liquid butterscotch, but the 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 actual butterbeer has a more mild flavor. Uh, that that was just my experience, though. Really, it yeah. tastes like butterscotch to me, but frozen butterscotch uh, soda to me. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like, there's definitely, like, that flavor in there, but it was just, I don't know, I was just expecting it to be more strong, the flavor to be a little bit more strong. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. Well, now, uh, since we're all adults here, we could get the adult version. <laughs> is there an adult version? <laughs> there is an adult version. <laughs> wow. I don't know which park has it, but I know for sure it has an adult version. I mean, I mean, even though I'm an adult, I'm not 21 yet, so I can't really drink any, like, oh, sorry, nameless beverages. Um... <laughs> I'll tell you what's good, dude, is, like, um, they have all kinds of, like, okay, at Universal Studios, they have all kinds of, like, they have Simpsons drinks, they have, like, mm-hmm. like food from, like, all donut. these different shows and stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. They have all these fun restaurants, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you say Voodoo Donut is what you said? No, the Simpsons Donut. The oh, the Simpsons Donut, yeah. They, mm-hmm. I, they also have a Voodoo Donut there, too, so just, like, even if you just go to City Walk, if you don't even go inside the actual, like, Universal Studios, just City Walk. Mm-hmm. Is like a day by itself almost. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, I haven't been to Hollywood uh, Universal Studios. I've been to Orlando Universal Studios. Oh, that one's bigger. See, I've, I've been to the Hollywood one. I haven't been to the Orlando one. The Orlando one is two parks. So basically, what happens is that with the Orlando one, uh, you take the Hogwarts Express to, uh, back and forth between Hogsmeade and um, and Diagon Alley. Well, wow. We need to do both. We need to like experience both of them. Yeah. Let me show you guys. If you guys are watching on the YouTubes, this right here is the map. If you guys can see here, this is uh, Diagon Alley. If you guys see here. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can and see it a little this bit. This is right here, uh, Hogsmeade. So uh, we are going to be wrapping up the podcast relatively soon. Jumpman, do you have any merch that you want to show the YouTubers? Obviously, um... if you're listening on Spotify, you can't. Uh... Oh yeah, let's see. Uh, I got like a whole shelf. Gotta take this camera with me. JD's got his wand out. JD, tell us about the. 
the wand while Jumpman's getting set up. So this wand right here is basically uh, the wand you get at the theme park. Um, and they have so much. They have, like, all of the like, Harry's wand, Ron, Hermione, Dumbledore, and, like, all of, like, the characters' wands. But they also have the wands that doesn't belong to anybody. And again, like Ollivander said, the wand chooses the wizard, and this one chose me. That's really cool. That is, that is amazing, JD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jumpman, you have like a literal shrine going on here. Yeah. That is crazy, dude. Is that Tom Riddle's ring, or what is that? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, we lost JD. We lost, uh, what's his name? Jumpman. Jumpman. We lost Jumpman. Uh oh. He's like, Tom, 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 he's like Tom Riddle's ring. Like I gotta go. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoops! <laughs> they know I have it. Wow. I so think... for so for those of you who are listening, real quick, uh, feel free to jump on Discord. You know, feel free to uh, you know give us some feedback too, as well. Um, let us know that you're listening or whatever. Just let us know what your thoughts on the podcast are. We're always looking to improve. Uh, we got back. Jumpman back. He is back here. All right, Jumpman, let's talk about your shrine. Okay. Sorry, I'm... Oh, oh okay. wait, we lost <laughs> Jumpman again, guys. It's the curse of Tom Riddle's ring. It's it's literally the curse of the diary and the ring. Oh. Like, he's got he's got so much. He's got, he's got a basculus fang in there. It's so... Uh, but anyways, guys, look, so um, if you don't, in case you didn't know, you know, uh, in case you didn't know, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> the void, we got big plans, guys. We got big plans coming up. Uh, we're doing a lot of fun stuff with the podcast. We're doing a lot of fun stuff with everything, you know, and we're expanding. You know, we, we just hit uh, 40,000 members in our Discord server. Woo! So for those of you, I mean, we're growing, okay. you know, um, just well, that's just one of our discord servers. We also have the void two <laughs> and the void three as well, which you guys can check out. Um, hey, but yeah, hey, jump man, you back, you back. Yep. Good? Uh, okay. Uh, jump man. No worries. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen guys. Um, Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the podcast is about to end. We are going to bring, uh, you know, jump, once jump man comes back, we're going to do some closing thoughts here. But um, yeah, Harry Potter, guys. This has been like a this has been a doozy. It's been mm-hmm. a long one. Um, JD, you can meet any Harry Potter actor in the world. Who would you meet, other than Daniel Radcliffe? There we go. Oh man, uh, living or dead, like living or or dead, you can you can meet anybody. Living or dead? <laughs> oh man, that's hard. There's a lot of people I like to meet. Dude, for me, it'd be definitely Alan Rickman. Yeah. Uh... Nameless, what about you? Um, I was thinking either Gandalf, because I don't know. Uh, g- g- no, I'm, I'm saying uh, like any Harry Potter, any Harry Potter actor. Oh, okay. Um, oh. I, I don't know their exact names, but... Um, you can say think... the character name. Yeah, I think I'd either meet the main character Harry Potter or uh, the guy who plays Snape. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, and then yeah, Alan Rickman. Yeah, Yeah. John Man, if you could meet any Harry Potter actor, living or deceased, who would you meet? I chose Alan Rickman. Um, uh, man, living or deceased? Um, jeez, um. 
I I don't know. Um, for, I don't know. I would I would just like me Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> okay, if I for me, if I can't meet Daniel Radcliffe, the next best person would probably be Gary Oldman. Oh yeah, Gary Oldman. Uh, yeah, cool. Gary Oldman's a I good mean, choice. Severus. I mean, uh, serious. God, yeah. why am I blanking on names? No, it's okay. Serious Black. Yeah, honestly, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just sad. It's so sad. A lot of Harry Potter okay. actors mm-hmm. are just. Okay, there you go. That's the closing statement. Is showing all the memorabilia right here. Yeah, all the memorabilia. Uh, John, man, tell us about the memorabilia. So we got Sorcerer's Stone right here. Got like a nice stand. Oh, that, I thought that was the ring. Okay, that's the stone. Okay. No, it's a Sorcerer's Stone. It's a little blurry on my end. Or in for the UK yeah. audience, uh, Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone, right? Uh, start. Let's see. Here. Okay, there we go. Headwig. Yeah, Headwig. Mm-hmm. So you're going shelf down. Got the Felix Felicis potion. Did you drink it or what? No. There, Is there no, there's real, no li- like liquid in there? No, there's no liquid in there. It's oh, okay. it's a bottle. It actually says Felix Felicis on the bottle. That is hilarious. Oh, you know, it's got, okay. got a little fork that is that the snitch too. or is that the time turner? I can't tell in the next one. Time turner. Oh, time turner. Yeah. It's there's it. the ring. Yeah, Tom Riddle's ring. There you go. It, didn't that belong to his mother? Um, I if I remember correctly. I think- I think it did. I think it originally belonged to the Gaunt family, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it belonged to the Gaunt family, and it was passed down. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. guys, look, uh, Jumpman, closing statements. Uh, you know, JD and and uh, there's the uh, Goblet of Fire. Jumpman literally has the sort of Godric Gryffindor, like. Oh yeah. I need to look for a replica. I'm looking one up right now. Yeah, I think JD, you, need, you definitely need to get look. Look, look at that. Look, that's crazy. I, I'm going to see how much a replica costs. That is insane, dude. That is literally yes. insane. Oh my oh. god! So, anyways, guys, we got we got to wrap it up. Uh, uh, listen, guys, this is the Void Playground. Um, Jumpman, closing statements. Uh, let's. Ah. Uh, um. Ah, uh, I don't not the. Don't really have a closing statement. Um, make, 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 maybe we just make the last word scar. There we go. I don't know. Uh, nameless one closing statements. I don't know. Uh, JD closing statements. Uh, I don't. Oh God. Okay. So, so bad. Okay. Uh, bye everybody. So see you guys uh, next episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys next episode. Uh, you know, obviously the relevant links are going to be where they need to be. Uh, comment if you want to see more Jumpman. Okay, we'll see you guys. Yes.